Oh um, yeah, the himbo that she ends up with. <laughs> yeah, the himbo no. she ends up with. <laughs> I keep Head saying, empty. <laughs> I keep saying the word absolute hunk because that's his nickname in the show. Yeah. Right? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, but Samantha's such an interesting character too because it's the like best. because you you totally realize and like. Uh, toward the end they go oh fuck we didn't give her any like character shit okay uh let's give her cancer uh mm. let's uh, oh, i'm not yeah, there yet oh, 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 fuck. oh my god, god my bad I thought, what the fuck I oh god. Shit. I want season six it's it, not that much of a spoiler it's, it's not that much of a spoiler it's always the white man wow. <laughs> always spoiling shit All right, this Dewey Dudes episode 48, 48? Yeah, I don't know why you know, but episode 48, we got a TikToker extraordinaire, comedian, ex-New York Times exec? Yeah. Is that true? According to Deadline.com. Wow. Exec uh, sounds cool. We'll we'll have to get into that. Uh, Author of We Were Promised Flying Cars, artists, anything else we're missing? Yeah, what else are we missing? I think that a cat daddy. Cat daddy, new cat daddy. Someone's uh, really going at it in my bag right cat now. Cat zaddy, I cat, think cat zaddy. Cat zaddy. For the listeners at home, we got uh, luxury Russian imports uh, <laughs> all around us, a.k.a. Kremlin, uh, the hairless cat in a fucking feathered sweater looking like a goddamn snack. Uh, <laughs> That's that Yeezy Gap. That's, uh, <laughs> That's that Yeezy Gap uh, uh, cat fit. Yeah, look at we'll make sure to uh, post them later. Got the mock um, neck going on. Use them. Use them for what he's meant to be used for. <laughs> <laughs> Promo on IG. You know, we walk into uh, Kareem's place. Oh, sorry. We should introduce him. We should say his uh, name. Yeah, yeah. This is Kareem Rahma. That's, That's me. That's nice. Um, yeah, we we walked in. We saw the hairless cat. Uh, we said that looks expensive. And maybe, oh, oh, but these pants are expensive. No, <laughs> no they're a grail find. You're going to have to pay for that. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited for this for today's podcast because finally, Evan is the odd white man out. Uh, we Hell got, yeah. We got, you know, yeah. I always have to bring this up in the pod, but Emilio, the Irish aren't white. <laughs> okay. Wait, am I a diversity hire? Is that why I'm? Was that why I'm here? Is that why yeah, I'm we got? Yeah, yeah, we well, got canceled recently. Evan you in between is, all this. I'm technically Evans the diversity hire now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How does it feel? This is the show. Yeah. This is like. Yeah. This is when uh, a group of beautiful POC kings uh, <laughs> say, "Let's let's let's bring the white guy in." Wait. Let's just do it. Did you guys get canceled because hashtag Evan so white? Don't start that. <laughs> Don't start that up again. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, a string of uh, it, it all started with Caroline Calloway, to ooh. be honest. Which uh, skincare queen? You guys know? Each wow, other yeah, we have to talk about that on the yeah, next pod, though. Snake oil, snake oil. I yeah. don't know what she, whatever she's doing. It's it's got to be illegal. She's right. There's something. it has to be. No, how is no? it illegal? I mean, people go to the fucking farmers market and sell all sorts of oils. This is true. true. This is true. Yeah, true. I, I just want to know if she did indeed milk any snakes like were any snakes oh, yeah. harmed in the making of snake oil i feel like they may have been yeah no, knowing I, caroline's uh black magic skills you know and there's uh there's a whole uh subreddit uh dedicated to our uh our friend caroline our friend, calloway yes, and friend. Uh, there's a lot of comments on uh the animals in our lives so i would, think would you put that snake oil on your face you know, she put that snake oil on my face when we were podcasting, and I'm not gonna lie, I looked, I looked really good. Okay, Damn, so I, 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 you got the DVD. I don't know if I'd pay 250 bucks or whatever she's selling it for, but hey, Caroline, if you want to throw 
a little PR package my way. <laughs> Wait, with I'll that, with that custom, with that custom design, that custom drawn on. Yeah, like, I went the first time I met Caroline. I went to her house and she made me a duck egg omelet at midnight, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, that, that hits different." I was like, "A, I've never had duck egg. Yeah. B, breakfast for dinner is my favorite meal, mm. but like midnight." I, That's next level shit. I think uh, I think the midnight thing was definitely planned. I feel like everyone, she definitely leaves an impression. Yeah. Everyone's like uh, story of their first time meeting her is always quite entertaining. Yeah, and it's always there's it's always at night. Uh, it always has to deal with uh, uh, expensive gourmet uh, mm-hmm. goods. We have a similar story, but we'll keep that for the Patreon listeners. But uh, I know you're dying to tell us your skincare routine since this is a skincare podcast. Uh, we have a little segment called Drop the Routine um, that we're trying to rebrand, I think, mm-hmm. maybe. But uh, walk us through your skincare routine. It could be also anything grooming related, just anything you're doing in the morning. Yeah. Your beatification, you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm always learning. Hair care. I'm, I'm hashtag always yeah. learning. Okay. Uh, and that means Growth. like DMing and texting people with nice skin. Yes. And yeah. asking them what they use. Uh, that's how I've gathered all of my um, products. So I do, I'm pretty simple. I think one thing that's interesting is I only wash my face with water. I don't put any cleanser okay, okay. or soaps. It's just water on my face. Okay. I can tell. Thank you. No. Is that good or bad? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> what's, what's the thought? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That? What's the no, thought process? Uh, I, I kind of got it from my hair, which I don't use. Sh- I don't right. use shampoo. Okay. I don't wash my hair. I, I only use conditioner. So I was like, oh, maybe the same philosophy will work with my face. Like, I definitely put water on it and I use a towel, okay. but I don't use a cleanser or anything like that. Okay, okay. Um, you feel like you have I, oily skin? I think I have, like, pretty normal skin. I don't okay. know. He's like, I think, he's like, I think I'm fucking hot, dude. What are you trying to say right here? I, I don't know. I, like, I'm lucky. I don't have... I had some acne when I was a kid, but I haven't had any as an adult. And I had a couple of pimples here and there, but I'm like, okay, like, don't... don't uh, try to fix what isn't broken type of situation. Yeah. But so I use a vitamin C. Oh, I, I don't know the brand. Okay. I can find it. Link in bio. Did you, um, did you, did you buy it or was it a PR package? <laughs> no, it was, it was purchased. It's, okay. Sorry. Kremlin keeps biting <laughs> Amelia. Kremlin's Kremlin, obsessed with Kremlin. Amelia. Uh, Kremlin, Kremlin is a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> he should be racist towards Evan. <laughs> Get him. Get him. Okay, uh, so I use the vitamin C. I do, I do I do the same routine in the morning and at night. Okay, vitamin C base. Hell yeah! And then I use Elta MD. Ooh, oh wow! Right. Damn, already out the bat, we got. Honestly, sorry. Continue. I, I don't just know. Want to say we love S. We we're a big SPF. Uh, um, I don't know what podcast. it is. I'm just like. Is it SPF? No, it's like oh. night. There's like one that says AM and one that says PM. Okay. Like for me, it's all about simplicity. So it's like. Everything I have is like okay. The vitamin C can work in the AM and the PM. It doesn't. There's no. It's one bottle. The Elta MD. I'll have to look at what it is exactly. But one bottle says AM and one bottle says PM. Okay. Um, a man who follows instructions. <laughs> a man yeah. who follows, very simple. And that one came uh, at the recommendation of my friend Cal. He sent me that. And then on top of that, I put Neutrogena um, wet. Wet stuff. Wet stuff. Wet Damn, paste. Oh. <laughs> um, oh my god. What's going on? Oh man. Here, I'll all pick right. them up. Um, <laughs> Gotta get the I do. Uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> all right. I got him. He's I'm rescued. Good. Now he's in, now he's like my little Mr. Bigglesworth. Say something. <laughs> say something, Kremlin. 
Oh my god. Oh damn. What's up? Instructions. <laughs> um, so I use the Neutrogena. It's called Hydro Boost. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. That's what I was okay. calling it. Hydro Boost. Ooh, and okay. that one also has an AM and a PM. So it's like very simple for me. So I use the AM and the AM, the PM and the PM. Um, so that's what I put on my face. I wear women's deodorant. Which deodorant? Okay. Tom's. Oh yeah. Or Dove. Like it, and you feel like it works. I love women's deodorant. Okay. I think the smells are better. I, they are. I think they are too. I, um, you know, all my past lovers of extended periods of time, uh, <laughs> I would love being at their place and it's like, oh fuck, let me just use your shit. Yeah. And I would walk away thinking like, wow, I smell great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I had this revelation one day, I put it on once and I was like, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, Kremlin just on. did a leap of faith to her little bas- <laughs> yeah. to his little basket. Damn. Um, he's so tight. I, I, I'll tell you about his skincare routine too. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, we love because he's care. hairless. I have to actually exfoliate him and wash him once a week. Wow. Yep. Every single week. Do you ever see like? Do you see like dead skin like falling off? Or no, but nice? he has nicer product than I do. He has a glove, like an exfoliating glove, oh, okay. which is actually meant for humans. But I use it on him. Yeah. He feels so he feels like butter. Um. <laughs> so I, I use the back to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we can use Kremlin for the promotion on Instagram and stuff, but but we want, we're here to talk about me. Um, I use Dove women's deodorant or Tom's women's deodorant. Um, on my hair, I use Shea Moisture products. Okay. okay. Pretty much just a leave-in conditioner mm-hmm. as well as a conditioner that I in the shower. Sometimes I put the conditioner on the shower and then I just wash it off a little bit. So it's kind of like leave-in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a common... Is it labeled as leave-in conditioner? No, no, it's just regular oh, okay, conditioner, okay. but then I just don't wash it all out. mixing it up. Yeah. yeah see that? Innovator. That's, that's called what I call a hack. Yeah. <laughs> Skincare hack. Ingenuity um, right there. Let me think of what else I do. I take um, I take some testosterone support. Okay. Pills. Okay. I don't think that's skincare. No, no. Right, this is all. We're trying to get beautiful here. This is beauty. This is, care. This this is, is like this is male self care. I'm, I'm sucking pr- and fucking. I feel like I'm pretty. <laughs> I feel like I'm not competitive. You know, okay, and I'm like, maybe I just need a little tea support. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Tea levels are a little low. Yeah, maybe low. my tea. And and I have some friends who are fifty ish, okay. like dudes, and w- they're wise like, men, Mentors. wise men. Yeah. yeah, and and so this is real. My dad died when I was young, so like I've always like looked towards older men to like, yeah, fill that gap, and they've just yeah. become my friends over time. I mean, they are my friends <laughs> all the time. They never didn't start as anything else. Um, <laughs> Yeah, wait, so, explain uh, the dynamics. Of, like, uh, and, and like 50 is not that old. But anyways, no, I no. do listen. So they're like, you're going to need testosterone. Like it starts going down. Like my doctor said that like at age 45, like it starts going down. So like you don't need like regular testosterone, but you could do support. And I'm like, what's that? Look into it. It's like, it's just like. Preventative tea. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> preventative tea. It's like vitamins and minerals. Yeah, I, It's probably like a men's daily vitamin, right, but like they yeah. just like brand it as Some testosterone support. Yeah. And I'm like. Okay. Is it just like jacking it all day? Like, <laughs> I, I, is that wrong? I always feel like, Does you know, he the make more, you horny? well, no, the more like sexual you are, the more like natural test. I'm saying, I feel like I wake up with more morning wood oh, nice. when I'm using the tea support. I haven't had that since I was 12. I like calling it tea support because <laughs> it makes me sound like I'm on roids. <laughs> yeah, tea support. Yeah. Uh, so I take those every day. I, honestly, I really trust people. It's fucked up because I don't know I, 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 what's like in a lot. I mean, if I read the ingredients, right. it yeah. would not be scary. It's like I'm trusting these people. They're all like natural. Like they're all health conscious. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like taking anything weird. 
but I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what Elta MD is. I know it's like 50 bucks, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. seems right. Uh, and yeah. And then, and then I also, so back to the skincare and then I put on, uh, sunscreen i put on an spf 15 every day by this Ooh. brand called kinship kinship a recommendation smells good doesn't make my face too white so i'm not appropriating yeah anyone's culture thank you thank you, <laughs> thank you um and that that's that's about it in the shower yeah. dr bronner's oh yeah uh, okay the classic a classic, a classic. Yeah. Little, little tingle here in the morning i like to read the bottle yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's bottle. the way you pass the time in the shower. You're just like, can I get through this whole entire? You always table? discover something new. Yeah, that's uh, I don't read books, so that's my that's my well, that's, morning yeah. morning pages. That's the equivalent of a uh, New York Magazine. It's just a <laughs> <Yeah>. bottle. <laughs> uh, I do read books actually, but uh, Elta MD, you know, they got a uh, tinted sunscreen that's uh, for people not like this guy. You should try it. You should try it out. Some, oh, tinted, meaning that it is tinted, like me, like my skin. Exactly. So it oh, doesn't cool. leave any white cast. I think it's forty-five SPF. Yeah. So also there's but, the uh, there's the super goop unseen that doesn't leave a, a cast. No. Okay. Uh, there's uh, the Doctor Loretta Urban antioxidant. Yeah. You know. I won't use. Yeah. I won't, I won't use, yeah, I won't use anything. No. Yeah, okay. Urban, uh, <laughs> yeah. I got that. I got that Urban Grammy Award winning <laughs> fucking sunscreen. It is funny that I'm like living in Williamsburg. It's like I don't need the urban. Yeah. The urban sunscreen. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, couple, what makes you so urban? A couple guys? blocks from the uh, old Vice. Uh, okay, a couple Vice blocks from the old Vice. A couple blocks from Mac and Sephora and Apple Store. Like. Wow. Yeah. I'm not urban, y'all. OG Williamsburg. I'm honky. Honk, yeah. I'm a honk. I want this the is like honky this is like screen. Mall of America and like that's my in, shit, dude. Mall of America, Brooklyn. best store in the world. Wait, what is it? Mall of America. Mall of America. Mall of America? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that what you said? I said I, I said, said that, but I I wasn't referencing. Have you been that. to the Mall of America? No, I. I'm not that white. Ooh. Well, what I've been there. What you, yeah, oh. me too. Oh shit. Maybe there's something I know. Maybe I was my. Maybe you need the urban sunscreen. You need to go get a little culture at yeah. the uh, Mall of America. Yeah, you oh, do. God. Stay upon your culture, bro. <laughs> Stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> uh, great. Well, you know, that's a lot better than most people I get do. pedicures. Oh, you? Oh, oh okay. shit. Yeah, let's talk about your little Pain feeties. Let's talk about the piggies. Oh, nice. That's a nice color. Yeah, Damn. thank you. We can put that on Patreon. I just started doing that at age... 33, um, you know, after I got addicted to, after I got addicted to TikTok, <laughs> after I got addicted to preventative tea, he was like, now I want to feminize I was like, I need to get more, more femme. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I just like, I'm like, I'm, I'm honestly like, okay, I feel youthful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This seems Try like, a, like, yeah, you're cool. a young buck. But sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about to turn 35 and I'm like, I bet like a lot of like. Uh, people are just like, what is this 35-year-old man taking his nails for? Like, why are you doing this? He's, I live in fucking New York. That's what you just yeah, said. You, I feel yeah. like 30, 35 is the new, like, 25. Yeah. yeah. Or New York. My mom even, my mom was very accepting of it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it like it's like... <laughs> my mom, But my mom is, like, very fun. She was just, like, interesting. Yeah, my, that's... Uh, she said it looks good. Well, I yeah. said, thank you, mom. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you ever use any nail polish? Do no, you, I don't. No? But lately when I've been wearing the pearls, my mom's like, I saw this... I saw this gay waiter out. He was wearing pearls too. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, it's cool. They're like, they look good on him. I, I, got like, I love, I love the queer bait. You know, I, I, did, I put some pearls on, and then I, I was like, you weren't this, feeling it. Yeah, it's not for me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I like the idea of it, but I just don't think it looked right on me. Yeah, I, I never, I like didn't set out to get them. My dad actually gifted my sister some pearls, and she didn't like them, so I tried them on. They looked good on me, and I kept them on. That's but, great. Um, 
Yeah. I think it's all about like, You're so brave. I feel I like, know. like wearing, <laughs> wearing nail polish is like it, if it fits your aesthetic, you know, yeah. like you got like a little colorful vibe going on. You got like that. Wait, like colorful, colorful skin. I just meant like he's wearing a tie-dye t-shirt. And he's got some like. Hey, this, uh, is, this isn't a visual uh, media for him. And the yellow so. to describe. He's, he's got the corduroy uh, cargo. Yeah, it's uh, good mustard. Good pants. Good Thank pants. You. And then he's got the. It's from this little brand called YTG. I just blew up the spot. YTG. Damn. Mm, not familiar with it. They have it. great pants. Okay. A lot of texture, a lot of colors. They're a little LA based. Oh, they changed their name recently to. The founder's name, which I believe LA is Apparel. Yatai. <laughs> I think it's Yatai or Yatai oh, or something. But okay. anyways, Google YTG. I think they have a great selection of pants. They're like a hundred bucks. Oh, nice. For nice pants. These ones are actually zip off, so they turn into shorts. Oh, oh, sick. What do you know about that? Um, absolutely nothing. Well, <laughs> uh, so where do you where do you get? You got a spot for uh, for your pedicures? I just go to the place down the street. Okay. I don't. Ha- I don't like. I've I've only gotten like five. Okay. But How- I. What was, uh, w- w- did somebody like put you on this? When was the moment you like decided yeah. to get a first pedicure? I had a friend that was yeah. always like, let's get a pedicure. And I was like, why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't understand why we would do that. And then the first time I went, I didn't, I, yeah. I liked it, but I didn't mm-hmm. get any color. Okay, like, he got okay. color. Right. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He got like red, like classic. I was like, oh, that's wow. kind of hard. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking hard. You know? And then the next time I went, I went solo. It was like a rainy day and I just wanted to like read a magazine. And so I went and I got I got blue, mm-hmm. and so now I have orange and we're doing purples. Trying, you know, yeah, trying new stuff. But I I think I was always afraid of being ticklish with mm. pedicures because I am ticklish <laughs> okay, in the feet. Yeah. But then I started getting foot massages, which is also yeah. uh, something that I really enjoy doing. I get okay. one hour foot footwork wow one hour 60 minutes on the foot wow this shit and i request a man because they have stronger hands (laughs) don't want to step (laughs) on that because he might pause the computer oh yeah um and that is something that i try to do like every two weeks okay because it's 30 bucks yeah i go to this place called chinatown yeah there's one there's one in chinatown called renew they have a sister location uh near washington square park on 8th street it's also called renew but dude i love getting a foot massage but yeah it's my like, favorite thing i feel like mm. i'm with you on the whole entire like being ticklish thing but it's like i feel like a foot massage feels entirely different than someone trying to fuck with your feet well at, at first when they grab the I'm foot it's yeah. always like yeah. <laughs> do you flinch a little bit do you have like a little bit of a reaction yeah and i have to like, like, psycho- little- like i have to psychologically prepare myself and be like don't laugh in this man's face when he starts touching the foot. Uh, but then, you know, I sink into it and yeah. I try to start, I try to nap or write. I try to write jokes. I go no, there to write good. jokes. Yeah, that's but good. But then I feel bad that I'm on my phone. I'm really sensitive to how other people perceive me. So like when the foot guy, when the foot massage guy is massaging my foot, I try to give him the satisfaction of seeing me being satisfied. <laughs> okay. Rather make, than being on my phone. Because then I'm right. like, he doesn't, he thinks that I don't care, but I do. Yeah, I actually right. really care. You know, you don't really want to, you know, he does. He doesn't want to feel too alienated from his labor. You know, you want to make yeah. him feel like this. You're he's doing doing the, the fruits of his labor. Yeah, exactly. Next yeah, time I just start like it. moaning. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I, like I'm sure he gets see what he it. Does. I'm sure he gets I'm sure, it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm scared. Uh, I don't get them because I'm scared of getting a boner, but. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> take some E, dude. No. <laughs> Not ecstasy. <laughs> Astrosogen. Just do a lot of coke, uh, okay. dude. Astrosogen. Uh, Wait, what did you say? Just, just do a lot of coke, man. That'll uh, shake your dick. That would work. No, I'm just kidding. No, for, I the uh, first time, or I don't know, was the first time you got a pedicure when we went with Antonio? Because I had never gotten I a pedicure too till I moved here two years ago. And we had a friend that said, 
fellas, it's time to get a pedicure. Yeah. And I also said, why? But I went and <laughs> I amazing, the exfoliation. You feel like you're walking on clouds after. I was like, I don't know why I'd never done this before because I also grew up with my mom and my sister. So they were always going to get mani-pedis, um, as they're called, I guess. And uh, I don't know why the fuck they never invited me because it is truly one of the greatest feelings. Yeah, I'm looking at my feet right now. Don't look at them. Oh, don't look. oh boy. They look busted. Those look, like, those look like white man's feet. My dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, working shit. on the fucking farm or what? Because that shit looks like... Yeah, the, farm, the farm's called fucking You're part of the shop. free the foot movement. This guy's part of the free the foot movement. And he's holding a sign in Union Square saying, like... No shirt, okay. No shoes, serve me. Oh my god, <laughs> the farm of PowerPoint. Yeah, you know what? Hey, maybe this <laughs> is this is this is the uh, the the white man's next frontier is uh fucking. They're still tackling the asshole. That is. <laughs> yeah, don't even get me started. Oh yeah, what's your ass care like? <sighs> fucking bidet, dog. Yeah, dude, you walk around with some dude wipes. Never know when you got a little. No, I don't need dude, dude wipes. I got the bidet. Yeah, the bidet. You have a bidet? Is, oh fuck it, you can go use it right now. I um, I don't have to use it right now. Don't you now. feel like uh, bidets really make but days are like wipes make white people uncomfortable. Not white men uncomfortable. I, I think like- I think there's a stigma around bidets, but I feel like mm. this is a thing that I do. Actually, I talk about this in stand up. I'm like, Americans are so obsessed with their bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Like bathroom. Like, have you been to a bathroom in the Middle East? It's literally a closet, like <laughs> with a hole sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, like bathrooms are are, you know, you take a shit in them, but like in America, it's like $50,000 remodel to the kitchen. <laughs> There's two you know, sinks. Two sinks. Like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And then it's just, you're, and then everyone's like walking around with a dirty asshole. Yeah. Because yeah. toilet paper doesn't work. And yeah. I use this analogy a lot. I'm like, your dog shits on the floor. You don't just wipe it around yeah. with toilet paper. You get the fucking Clorox I'm, I'm out. You get water right out. Yo, I, I dry heave listening to this. No, it's true. It's that. I feel like I saw that on like Reddit or something. That's what I say. Somebody, somebody asked me one time why I had like uh fucking baby wipes in there and that's what I was like so if I shit on your arm would you <laughs> grab some toilet paper and just wipe it off and be like alright let's go let's go get what, brunch you know what, it gives <laughs> me, what gives me some concern about uh, not not wiping your asshole with something wet or having it bidet is that you know with the rise of uh, the, the queering of straight sex with a lot of like <laughs> analingus men, men just loving to have their assholes eat and it's like do they know you, you gotta fucking Wife, you gotta you gotta prepare by G. Who, like who, you gotta, yeah. but it's also like even if you're not getting your asshole licked, it's kind of like you are. It's like a it's, there like, you go. it's like a pocket pussy for your <laughs> it's, asshole. A, <laughs> it's like a pocket tongue. So it's Damn. like you know sometimes morning routine: wake up, take a shower, take a shit, use mm-hmm. the bidet, jerk off while I'm on the bidet. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like it. Just kidding. <laughs> Haven't done that yet. Uh, um, there's an idea. But I'm very pro bidet. I think. Yeah. I will. I will mark my words. I will one day own a Toto Japanese toilet system. Oh, don't those run like forty grand or something like that? Five, five grand. Okay, forty <laughs> minus thirty-five. <laughs> but it's got like forty thousand yen. It's got like yeah. we, we had one at Vice, and oh. that's the first time I encountered. I have wow. no idea why. I think it's who the fuck the was that? Yeah, always on the, no, always that on the frontier yeah. of everything. I think the old Vice office used to be like an architecture studio, like a Japanese architecture uh, studio or something. Okay. This is the first. This is the old office, like in 2011, yeah. 2012 when I worked there, and it was a complete shithole of an office, except for that toilet, <laughs> and it had like automatic lid. It had like dry, like a blow dryer for your asshole. It had like heated seat, heated temperature in the water. You could angle the nozzle to like hit your (laughs) 
ball sack. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. It's like you want to you want to sit while you piss. Yeah, like oh, I don't that. do that. No, but I, I mean, like with, with the toilet, like no, that, but I know that I would a lot of guys that. that do lately, and really? I don't know. That, I don't I've know what it, it means. I've seen it in a bathroom. Yeah, I know a lot of guys that are, are sitting to piss. I don't know what it means. I, I haven't huh. really thought about it much. I've just stood, and I also I I found out that a lot of guys. So I use the hole in the boxers brief in the boxer briefs <laughs> okay. that I, I have boxer briefs. There's a cock hole. You yeah, know yeah. That? A lot of people <laughs> very pull, familiar with the cock hole. No, a lot of people pull the pe- like over, the, yeah. they pull the, the dick over. This is like the, this is like a Larry David damn, episode. This is, uh, um, is it? Yeah, because he or maybe yeah, I think it's in a uh, one curb I don't episode know. where he's like Oh, because um what's her toes? She's dating she her ex his ex wife mm-hmm. is seeing this guy who's now making underwear without a hole. Oh. And, he, and then Larry, Larry's like, wait, what the fuck? So wait, you're, I can't believe you're dating a guy who goes over the hole. I didn't know this was a whole thing. Yeah. I didn't know this was a thing either. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe we'll go clip it in the well, promo. I have, I have some boxers that have a hole and some without. And I'm like, I don't understand why you wouldn't use the hole. I, I guess that's what it's a there utility for, right? man. Unless it's supposed to be on the back. I didn't listen, oh, listeners man. chime in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's the great yeah, debate? Yeah, chime in. I mean, I'm war, to know the great war think, of 2021. Yeah. We love whole all I, discourse. Yeah, all, all, all I know is men sitting down to piss, it, it's uh, it's in solidarity for, for women. It's kind of for, like, yeah. It's kind of masculine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like I, well, I think man, the biggest yeah, issue with sitting down for anyone is that it's really... Is it still, is it allegedly bad for your health, right? The way like in Western society, people sit on the toilet, like you're supposed to be doing that, like the squat, the, the squat. You're supposed to be getting a workout in. Yeah. I guess it's yeah. not that bad for your health if you're only sitting there for, yeah. I mean, my, my spine's fucked, you, you know, I'm like, oh, do you ever sit there long enough to where your legs start going like numb? No, yeah, that's I've I'm, never you know, done that. Like you're just what? on your phone. Oh, and like, dude, like, I like, oh, got You start laughing, you get a little slap happy. You're like, dude, I cannot stand that. And then you have to wait. You have to wait till that. <laughs> yeah. You just have to wait for the blood to come back. And then men yes. are famously like they take like three hours of shit. I don't. That's never. I don't anymore. Before. Um, gotta cut out. No, that. I know a lot of older men get to the point where they gotta like <laughs> reach up there just fucking. No, I mean they they need their coffee, then they need their <laughs> then they need this cig, and then maybe a cigar to get get the get the bowels going. Yeah, just get really unhealthy so they try to flush <laughs> yeah. it out. Like, I'm really afraid of um, hemorrhoids. I'm like just uh, getting get, to that age. Man, just, I haven't had any, but get some of uh, you know. Start taking Metamucil three times a day. Keep that. Keep that prep. Well, that's why I don't sit for so long. I'm just like in and out. True. I don't. I, th- yeah. I feel like the hemorrhoids come when you sit. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Or it's just. Or we'll if you're like not up. eating enough fiber, you know, you got some really fucking fatty shits coming out <laughs> that are just like not lubed up and ready to the go. The best feeling in the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh damn. We, I love it. I love it. Uh, dry and hard. You know? <laughs> oh god. Um, okay. Well, moving on. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know. Cream's got a call in like 20 minutes, uh, but uh, not that the listener needs to know this, but uh, <laughs> we got some, we got some things we want to know about Kareem. Uh, well, anyway, how would you, t- well, one, we'll talk about, you know, like who the fuck you are mm-hmm. and then we'll get into just some random cues we have for you personally. Cool. Uh, then we'll end the episode with some segments. Uh, we might have to come back after your call, but we just want to know, all right, how would you, what's your story? What's your elevator pitch? My elevator pitch. Uh, I'm up. in a state of perpetual motion. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, Volatile king. Which, yeah. which is like, I don't know what, how to define myself or what I'm doing. I kind of, I'm just going with it mm-hmm. and hoping that something sticks eventually. Uh, at the moment, I, would call, I, I want to call myself a comedian, although I don't get paid for it. Mm. 
is what's the definition of what you are? Like, yeah. is it what you are, what you get paid for? I don't know. However I'm being exploited, I love it. That's, yeah, that's how that's I, me. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a comedian, uh, you know, or an entertainment executive as well, producer, actor, writer, maybe don't want to be a director, but have directed some things. Um, that is where I'm at now, entrepreneur. Uh, and honestly, I got here like through a series of just trial and error i feel mm-hmm. like you know i like i moved to new york in at the end of 2011 or 2012 2011 2012 beginning of 2012 let's nice. call it that coming up to a decade yeah i'm almost there i feel so proud of it too uh and i was so fucking like novice you know like i'm just like midwestern boy minnesota raised born in cairo and I was like, I need to get out of here, Minneapolis or St. Paul, Minneapolis yeah. area. And I had, I was going to go to LA and then I had one friend that was like, I'm moving to New York. And I had another friend that was like, I'm moving to New York. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to New York too. Mm-hmm. So one moved in, you know, March, the other moved in April. I came in May and I literally remember my first month here. I was like, I'm going to get a job at a startup be a startup guy (laughs) yeah like entrepreneur guy i would walk around no joke with a fucking briefcase and (laughs) a suit jacket like a sport coat okay like going to job interviews like new york like i thought i was in a fucking tv show yeah uh and like coming to america you're experiencing that that main character syndrome early yeah and i was like and i had the song uh by M83 in my head at all times. And oh. I was like, doo, 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 oh, yeah. Doo, 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 doo. Do you know that song? Oh, you're very familiar with that song. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with all the EDM remixes. Yeah. Good song. That was my theme song for my first year in New York City. Anyways, I got very lucky that I got a job at Vice like a month into living here. I knew no one there, I didn't even know what the company was. I just thought that they were like maybe porn. I was like, this is kind of a porn company. Uh, And they make some videos about weird things. They hired me. Fascinating. Shout out Jonathan Hunt, who's the guy that hired me, my boss. Um, And the reason I was fortunate to have accepted that job is because the other places I was applying to were like three guys in a office in Soho trying to create like (laughs) the Instagram of restaurants. Three guys at a checking account. And I was was like, do I get this and I get the equity? You know, I become a fucking co-founder of a startup. Yeah. And, you know, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to get rich for sure. (laughs) There's no doubt about it that this is the Instagram. The success rate is fucking, you know, it's 100%. (laughs) Versus, uh, you know, getting i think i was making thirty five thousand dollars advice versus the yeah that's more than some conde and ass places (laughs) yeah currently but no but my director but my title was dope it was like associate director of global marketing oh Oh, damn 35k spring springboarding that's insane dude it's just it's so funny how much people like wear like titles and like where they work as like a badge of honor in new york which i understand but but as a as a as a like a freshman in new york it's Mm -hmm. like I need that business card. I have zero oh, friends. He's going Patrick Bateman style. Look, look, look at the Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And at the time, the company was like 75 people and everyone was 25 years old. So it was fucking great. Like I made all of my friends there. Mm-hmm. You know, I made my whole 
initial social circle there. I mean, people didn't talk to me for about six months. I was like a silent guy. I remember I got, I was wearing, once I was wearing a Mishka t-shirt and it said Mishka on it. And <laughs> one of my friends, like now my friend, <clears throat> but back then my nemesis, but now like one of my best friends, Oh, he's like, in front of the whole office is like quiet, like, you know, like quiet, quiet, quiet on the trading floor, <laughs> which is like lice. the sales office. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone was like quiet. Um, I walk in with the Mishka shirt. He's like, wow, can't believe you're wearing branded content, dude. And then <laughs> everyone just fucking laughed at me. But damn. And I was like, I hate you, Hassan. Ooh, Hassan. Oh. Um, and you know what that is, though? When someone comes in with you at a roast out of nowhere. Adoration? No, it's it's because you're a threat. Oh, oh. What kind of threat? Oh, here we go again. No, oh, <laughs> oh, man. oh, 2011. No, no, no. What are you talking about? No, God um, damn it. it uh, yeah, no. I think I think um, I don't know. It was like a it was like a flirtation. It was like a hazing. Okay, okay, okay. okay yeah, and I took yeah. it well, and I just la- laughed it off. And I remember I had this unpopular opinion that I thought Chief Keef sucked. And everyone else was like, you're fucking so lame. What do you like atmosphere? And I'm like, yeah, atmosphere is dope. And um, do you still hold this opinion on Chief Keith? Absolutely not. I love <laughs> Chief Keith. And sometimes I listen to the fucking Sosa album and just like walk uh, across the Williamsburg Bridge feeling like a real fucking New York. That was G. like uh, Chicago's. Uh, he's from Chicago, right? Yeah. 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 I remember Chicago's in 2011 uh, going to Lollapalooza. Yeah. And then. Everyone was like, oh, let's get there at like two or three. And this was just when like he was starting to get a little bit of fame. And yeah. I was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to go to the Chief Keef show. Um, and and um, he went. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. I'm a big, big, big chief, chief, chief. chief. But, yeah. I love it chief. Was, it was, it was a good time. But we can always recreate that time, guys, with Spotify. Just throw on the podcast. <laughs> we can do it after the podcast if you want. Honestly, uh, we'll just close out. That music video, the, music, the music video, I forgot what the song is called because I'm bad with song titles, but it, the video where they're all like in the house. Isn't that the Sosa video? No. no. It's with not the guns? Love, yeah. So, yeah. So, is that yeah, that's, it that's, Sosa. Yeah. But that song is not called Love Sosa, is it? These bitches. I yeah, mean, maybe I think it it's called Love Sosa. I think it's just yeah. Love. Oh, I thought it's it was just love Sosa. Love that, Sosa, yeah. That, that video is so tight. Um, in 2021, the bitches still do love Sosa. They do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, that yeah, that was awesome. And then I got recruited by the Times, and it was a very simple conversation. I had, like, lied to them and told them I was making 50 grand. Hmm. And they were like, we'll double your salary. I was like, perfect. <laughs> Fuck yes. And yeah, at that do. point... I was like, I'm fucking, I'm the richest person in the world. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, and they, they, they didn't, they, they Once go. Once you cross six figures, you're like, I'm No, I'm I was like, rich. I didn't even ask for more. I said, I want $100,000 <laughs> on the dot. Clean, and they were like, clean okay. They were just like, okay. Sure, yeah. Because <laughs> I think I could have asked for yeah, a lot more and I just didn't know. Uh, and I was just like. I fucking made. I remember I called my mom. I was like, "You won't believe it." I was like, "I made. I make a hundred thousand dollars a year." I was like, "I'm the fucking king of New York." You got that St. Paul right. reaction. Like, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. You're making six figures. Six figures. Yeah. My yeah. son is making you six hop figures. On trees, he did yeah, it. He did it. I was like, "I'm I, running for know. fucking mayor." <laughs> like, call me Mike Bloomberg. Damn, I like call you Eric Adams. <laughs> yeah, they call me Eric Adams. Like, name a street after me. Like, that shit was fucking dope. You know, man. <sighs> Good times. It's all it been downhill always, since then. Money hit different back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe it. Like, really yeah. hit different yeah. back then. Have you been paying those $100 Ubers recently? I feel like 100K is Dude, like... I don't know. See, I've gotten much cheaper as I've gotten older. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's I don't I fucking take an Uber. Mm-mm. You... I, I, I drove a... Especially after the e-bikes came out. Mm-hmm. City bike. This is the greatest 
addition to New York City, I think, is the e-bike. Mm-hmm. And I fucking ride that shit in the rain. Oh. <laughs> no problem. Over the Williamsburg Bridge. I remember I was at the Bowery Hotel the, like three weeks ago. All my friends were like, take an Uber, take an Uber. I was like, no. I'm riding a fucking bike. It was raining. I was like, I'm riding a city bike. I'm going to get there in 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm and then I made a meme when I got home because I had spent $2 <laughs> on the city bike yeah. or $40. And I was like, made this meme about how I feel like Floyd Mayweather after uh, I yeah. saved, you know, $30, $38. Like, taking yeah. a city. And it, it's like, that's that's how I live now. You know, I, I like, it's weird because like the older I get, the more like just conscious conscientious conscious whatever either one works of my money like where yeah. it's going mm-hmm. so like i'm I'm certainly not like one of those people that's like cut out the coffee in the morning <laughs> you know but like i'm certainly not taking a fucking uber if i can take an e-bike yeah, yeah. um yeah. i've also like rediscovered my love of like deli sandwiches recently mm. yeah the best sandwich i yeah. think it's better than any of the sandwich sandwicherias yeah <laughs> subway yeah uh, no like what's like a like a bespoke sandwicheria uh, I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't really want to like, throw. I don't want to like make fun of it. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah, bring right. any negative. But I'm like, I love deli sandwiches. Yeah, like three bucks, and they're fucking great. Yeah. Um. So that's where I. That's where I'm like conscious for some reason. But then again, and then I buy a, you know an imported $10. Russian cat. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. So yeah. I know where I'm. Gotta take my birth control. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you on that stuff? On the stuff? It's yeah, actually really like key act, acne acne secret. You know. It's sick. Yeah, so I gotta pop that in. No, that's a timer to uh, be co- very conscientious. Oh yeah, ten fifty one. Your call's coming your out. Call. I don't have to prepare. Okay, okay, okay cool. Right, yeah, we can go right until and then I jump okay. in. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, he hops we'll on the call. Out. Sorry guys, I was, I was once Sup, again. Guys, being... I was on this podcast about skincare. We're talking about buttholes. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we can listen to it next week. We'll, pop, we'll pop out, so. grab some coffee, and come back. But uh, yeah, am I talking too much? Is this oh, a no, this is we want. This is an amazing story. We, I'm sick of hearing his voice. Um, not your voice, his voice. But uh, yeah, the older I feel like the older I get, the value of a dollar, especially in New York, just gets heavier and heavier. And yeah. I try to yeah, the just Ubers too. Like there's that congestion tax and everything else. Like you can't take an Uber less than like twenty dollars. It's now. a joke. Yeah, fuck it. And and like, sit, like yellow cabs are tight. They're about to have a resurgence. They're, I took uh, a cab from the airport. It was like thirty bucks from LGA, and the Uber was like eighty. Yeah. Like I don't know, man. I kind of like it because it's like. It feels more, yeah, it feels like that, that the, when things get so comfortable and easy, mm-hmm. it takes away the excitement, you yeah. know what I mean? And so having the daily grind yeah, of just like getting fucked out of your cab because someone upstreams you mm-hmm. or like your, like yesterday I tried to go to Bed-Stuy. I, you know, the city bike thing didn't work. So I had to go to a different dock, no e-bikes, e-bike pulls in won't come out red light turns on get on a regular bike drive a little bit to the thing (laughs) get us an e-bike pedal bro like it and then i had to take a revel ultimately (laughs) but like like, i was like damn this is fun for me yeah like Like, i'm enjoying this you get to like you get to your destination energized because you're like wow i really like yeah and you're like running late it's like you're living whereas like the uber like you get in you sit in the back of the fucking car you Go on your phone. Yeah. It's just like you're sitting on your couch. Like, I want to be in the streets, you know? Like, so I'm, 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 I'm like leaning into it more heavily than ever before that, like, you know, this weird moment that we had, I think pre pandemic, I would say, Mm -hmm. where like it was, life was defined by convenience. Yeah. It's like buy a Casper mattress, wear all birds, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like 
carry groceries the, delivered. Right. Get your groceries yeah. like. Oh, here's some shitty fruit. It was all delivered. Yeah. delivered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what? What's that thing called? That's a, misfits. That, it's it's a, called Misfits. It's, yeah. a, it's a good idea. Um, <laughs> but it was like, everything was defined by convenience. Yeah. Right? And it was like, seamless food. Like, we were just a bunch of fucking, like, we were the people, we were, we were a new version of, like, the typical American. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Like, sitting on the recliner, the sipping Diet Coke, and, like, watching bad TV. Like, we yeah. are that, except we think we're cooler than that because we have apps yeah but it's no different so like i feel like the pandemic freed us of that addiction to convenience and so i'm like living in that inconvenience i think that that's the funnest thing you know you get to talk to people like they normally wouldn't talk to probably slow life down a little bit you know have a conversation with your neighbors um yeah, living uh, inconvenience. Slow life that, down, in, That yeah. inconvenient truth. Yeah, you know? I'm living in this. <laughs> Somebody called Gore. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. I like As you're describing your uh, going to bed style, it just kind of remind me of how much, like, I think I'm really into this concept of, like, life being kind of like a video game recently. And it just okay. reminds me of, like, uh, uh, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, just like, oh, fuck, now I need to jump on this thing and go do that. Getting yeah. the points. Yeah. 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 I biked. I biked to pick something up yesterday. It was actually the train ride was quicker. I should have taken the train, but it was pouring. So I was like, all right, this is going to be some like Tour de France shit on the <laughs> bike in the rain. Um, ultimately, I think maybe not the best decision, but it was exhilarating. And it made it made I went to go pick up a pair of keys for like a new studio I'm renting. And it made it feel so much more gratifying yeah. doing it that way. Yeah, you feel like you're living in yeah. New York and not just like renting. Well, Are you buying? You're here permanently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it feels like you're here permanently. Like you're you're part of the thing, yeah. yeah rather yeah. than just like a fucking tourist kid. Yeah. Um. So I think that's fun. Anyways, back to my story. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then yeah, I'll I'll fast forward the rest. Um. Because I, I think it gets less actually it stays interesting no, yeah take um started a media company because that's originally what i always wanted to do is like be an entrepreneur right but then i'd gathered all this experience started this company called nameless network with two of my partners went on to create a museum of pizza um which was you know just a funny and interesting take on instagram museums museum of mm. ice cream mm. but we were like let's actually use real artists and pay them to make the art in the museum and then uh yeah, then I started publishing poetry on my Instagram account. I had always written poetry, but I never had the bravery or courage to like put it out there. You're and so I remember naive. I did my I let I let the first one out in 2017. And I like turned the comments off cuz I was like, man, those same vice kids. Oh yeah. They're about to come at me like pussy. Who writes poetry <laughs> pussy? You think you're in fucking college or what? Yeah, like yeah. saying college this is real life. Um but but uh, the reception was very positive and I was like, oh, people like it. So I kept doing it, kept putting it out. Um, and then I, you know, had the goal of doing a book. So I wrote uh, a book called We Were Promised Flying Cars. It's a hundred haiku from the future. And I published that with Pioneer Works, which is a great organization in Red Hook. And when I was reading, when I was doing the book tour yeah. <laughs> around New York City for that, uh, I would... I would read these poems and then I would be like, I would have like the commentary of like in between the poems. So I'd be like, well, guys, you're up for a treat. The next one's extremely depressing. <laughs> and people would start laughing. And I'd be like, ooh, uh, that feeling yeah. is nice. And that is when I was like, I'm about to try to do some stand up. 
and start to do some comedy. And that's kind of like when I started this journey um, of being a performer is, is through poetry. That's how I got started getting on stage and doing improv and doing sketch and doing stand-up and exploring that side of my mental state. Um, you know, cause the poetry was like being written because of, I felt sad or depressed. Mm. Um, and I think this calms that in a different way in a more fulfilling way for me, actually. Um, so that's, that's, that's the fast forward version of, yeah. of those events. Uh, I think this is a good point to pause yeah. and then head into part two. Cause I'm interested to know whether like you've always been, this sort of way where you just kind of like throw yourself into new things all the time but i got a lot more questions with that so let's uh pause right now cool what's up you skincare addicts if you're vibing and want to hear us riffing talking shit and kremlin tearing up my pants some more then subscribe to our patreon at patreon.com forward slash dewey dudes and unlock part b be as in baby back bitch of this episode not only will you hear kareem's very wise words on how and why he's abstained from monetizing hobbies you'll get to hear his takes on sex in the city's perpetual relevancy and identifying with the men in the show you'll also get exclusive access to the boys bidet talk as kareem and i begin our crusade to normalize washing your goddamn asshole but more importantly you'll be saving us from the crushing weight of inflation so please Ask mommy or daddy for five bucks a month to subscribe to the pod.